Hello, mom. Welcome to the Mom Academy podcast show. I'm your mom host, Kay, and I'm so happy to have you here. If you are a mom or a soon-to-be one and you want to learn more about topics that are relevant and valuable for us mothers, then welcome and you're definitely in for AIM Amazing Learning. Hello and welcome to Mam Academy's podcast episode number 6, Blog to Inspire with Bea Halandoni. Hi everyone, how have you been? It's been busy from our side of the fence the past weeks as we very recently held the Money Management Workshop last Saturday, July 28th. It was such a success and we're so blessed by the overall turnout of the event. From how God answered our prayer for a sunny weather to the number of moms and dads who came, the learnings and the story shared, and so many other things. I think I'm personally still hungover from last Saturday's workshop. But... That doesn't mean we're not getting prepped up for what's coming ahead. Yep, we've got something really exciting and inspiring coming along this August. And that's where we're getting our hands really busy working into these days. We've got a few more weeks before our first ever blogging workshop called Inspired to Blog, Blog to Inspire Workshop happening on August 25th, that's a Saturday, at Workhaven in Ortigas, Pasig City. And because we want you to get a feel of what you can excitedly anticipate for when you attend our August workshop, we are having on today's podcast episode our mom blogger and speaker herself, Bea Halandoni, to share with us her story and amazing learnings about her passion for blogging. So a little bit of a quick story about our mom guests for today. Bea started her blogging or journaling or online journaling as early as 2005. She began sharing her gift of inspiration to the world through blogging in various free platforms, culminating into the birth of thewonderhuman.com, her current or present blog URL, which started in 2017 that managed to bless 39,000 viewers. Her passion for inspired writing pushes further still as she and divorced to share over 13 years of blogging experience to those who have been called to do it. She is an IT geek by background, an ICT marketer by profession, a seeker of wonder by purpose, a blogger by passion, a digitally active millennial today, and a mother for the rest of her life. Let's all welcome our mom guest for today's podcast episode. Bea Halandoni. Hello, Bea. Welcome on today's podcast show and thank you for your time. Hi, Kay. Thank you for the invite. Finally, after so many weeks of scheduling this, it's <laughs> happening finally. Yeah? Praise the Lord. Yes, it is. I know. Okay, so I'm really excited about this whole podcast episode because, you know, I'm, I've been trying to blog about my personal experiences and mm-hmm. I know that your 13 years of blogging experience is something that's going to be helpful for us as blogger wannabes mm-hmm. and newbie bloggers. So can you tell us how this whole blogging stint came okay. to be? So it actually started in early 2005. I was in high school and everyone was on Friendster changing their uh, changing their profile photos. Yeah, then you have lots of testimonies, lots of uh, about me. Then I discovered LiveJournal 
uh, Sangha what that time oh, yeah. those two blogging platforms and since I I really love writing I have a lot of journals I figured that uh, starting to blog online I, I really didn't call it blogging before it was more of sharing my journal <laughs> online journaling ba no back yes so back in 2005 the first the first few years of blogging was really like an online diary for me it it was my way of expressing how i felt the things that were happening to me uh, my realizations that was that, that was before and my blog started off as as that it wasn't a lifestyle blog it wasn't uh, a fashion or beauty or a beauty blog or a food or travel blog like it like like uh, blogs today you know so it's really more of experiences i had multiple url changes in the past 13 years like can you give us an example of your um blog <laughs> that you started with yeah i started with bubble sky princess why why bubble no. sky princess because I really have a bubbly personality. So, you know, I was in high school, then we have lots of, uh, a lot of uh, names you want to call yourself. You're a rock star princess, you're, uh, you're this and that. And it eventually started maturing as I grew, siempre, into Bea Patricia, then my whole name. And then uh, eventually last year, it became the Wonder Human. And that's the latest. Yes, and I really uh, wanted to stick to it uh, primarily because it, it's what encompasses my character, how I view things, how I'm, uh, how I'm a person who constantly wonders about a lot of things and at the same time who has a heart that's filled with so much wonder. And I was, I was pregnant last year when, when I started having the inspiration of the Wonder Human. And that's where... Everything just fell into place. The Wonder Human. Yes. Not the Wonder Woman. But that's okay. my... But, that's you my know, the, the play in words, I mean, how you'd easily remember it because it brings... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it sounds something similar to Wonder... Yeah. Exactly. So you're a Wonderbird. Yes. Okay. Wow, 13 years? Is it really 13 years? With all the yeah. online journaling that we started with? Yes, it's been, it's been 13 years. I still have the link of my oldest blog. I'm not going to count the age. <laughs> I'm just confirming that it's, it's really 13 yeah. years. Okay. Yes, 13 years. Wow, so 13 years of blogging experience. It must be a lot of work, no? And yeah, fun at the same time, of course. Yes, it is. Because uh, even before, uh, I usually blog based on the things I experience. So now that you're a mom, what are the top most things that you blog about? Of course, it's a given that your motherhood is already yes. um, a, a, a topic, a hit topic for you. What other stuff do you blog about? So for now, uh, in, in the past two years, kasi, um, I, I still blog about experiences, realizations, reflections, and prayers. It's mostly still about prose and poetry. But uh, since I became a mom, I'm, uh, I've had several blog posts that I unpublished. Like say, 
uh, five five tips for breastfeeding. I, I used to I used to have blog posts about what you uh, my pregnancy it? story. I unpublished it because when I was reading through it, something something just wasn't right. So I'm in the process now of really sticking to my core with how I usually write. Okay. So it won't be like a magazine or it won't be like uh, the usual lists that we make. Oh. So I'm still in that process of rewriting my content. So it's it still sticks to how I how I've been writing all my posts in, in the past. And it's important, no, that there's authenticity in the Yes, that's one. Yes, exactly. Your entries. Because your That's one thing. Your readers would easily notice, you know, if this is something off from your usual pattern of writing and all that stuff. Yes, that and that's one thing that uh, I've I've really learned throughout the years. It's when you deviate from your core and when you deviate with from how you usually do things. Your purpose. Uh, it sends off, yeah, it sends off a different uh, message. You know, there are so many bloggers out there, uh, different styles of writing, different uh, personas. But at the end of the day, it's not really about standing out, but it's, it's having that digital identity that's really part of who you are. Because at the end of the day, you blog mm-hmm. about your about uh, what what you experience, what you feel, who you are, what you learn, what you know, what you're good at. Yeah. And with it, with with our day and age, when everything is digitally what available for us, you can just type it in, search it on Google, and then find a lot of entries from bloggers, right? Yeah. So very true. That's very true. Sometimes it's a it's a it's a reality for bloggers. You sometimes it's a it's a real struggle of bloggers. How do you you know come? How do you manage to put out an entry or a mm-hmm. write up that would be authentic to your experience, authentic to your own life? Yes. Well, I think this is going to be a whole exciting podcast recording. So I'm not going to take too long about my questions. I'm going to jump in and ask you. So, what are your top three learnings that you want to share to our mom listeners or just anyone who's listening right now as a seasoned blogger yourself? Okay, so my first one would be uh, experiences truly make the best stories because no one can take away that that experience from you and it's your experience that connects you to your readers you it's yours and yours alone it's because for experiences uh it makes you vulnerable out there to to share what happened how you felt even if it's a product a product review it's the experience it's not about what the product is like in marketing right it's all about the experience uh my second uh, learning is that your blog is a digital representation of you. The key to having a blog that that could be defined with you is to have consistency with how with how you represent yourself in your blog. It could be through your your words. It could be how you how you write your writing style. Uh, the things you you constantly talk about, and there should be consistency with how you represent yourself in the content that you create. Right. My third would Wait, be. Uh, I'm just gonna sorry. go back to the first. 
tip that you gave, it's very, very, uh, it's something that I wanted to highlight because it's very true. Experience makes a good story. Um, yes. So it's true, no? You don't actually have to find and make up stories that you're not yeah. really sure about. Pa. <laughs> because you you have your own story to write. And that, that yes. makes a good story in itself. Mm-hmm. Diba, like, That's why you Oh, yeah. What? That's you? why there are yeah. <laughs> okay, that's why there are a lot of uh, successful beauty vloggers. Why they talk about their experience with a particular product? It's not. Uh, it's not really the product itself that's highlighted, but how they used it, how how it is on their skin, like Correct. skincare products, everything. For travel bloggers, they talk about what made them feel euphoric in that particular uh, visit to a country or to, to a place. And food bloggers naman, they also talk about the, the experience with food, how it tastes, how it smells, how was it cooked, what's the ambience, uh, all, all sorts of things. So it's really about the experience. Kaya naman, it's really important no, to know what you're comfortable writing about. Yes, that's also part of you. So at the end of the day, if you're not so sure about what you're writing, it's not going to come out naturally, no? Yes, and it won't connect to your readers because they might just think it's another blog post from Google or, or another yeah. article from Google that they could pull up. Very true. So maybe that's a, for those who are aspiring to start their own blogs, it's really something that we need to remember. What are we comfortable writing about? What are the experiences that you know we're ready to share? So maybe you're yes. a mom blogger, but you're not. You're not that. How how do you say it? You're not too ready to share about your experiences as a mom. It's not gonna come out authentic and natural and real. So, yeah, very very true. Especially for those who are starting their blogs. Are you gonna be a mom blogger? Oh, who who does makeup? Because you'd you'd find your niche around what you like it, eh, what you enjoy doing. That's yes, okay. And your second is your the blog that you do is a digital representation of you. It's like it's. Do I remember when people? I remember when people asked me. So what do you do? Um, I do my mm-hmm. academy. Oh, so do you have a Facebook page or a website? Yeah. It's always automatic for people these days to ask if you have something existing online. Yes. So in short, your blog is going to be your digital business card. Yes, it's your digital identity as well. So Correct. however you want people to recognize you for, it should be something that you've, you'll put in your website or your blog. And that's very true. Yes. It's your digital representation. That's very mm-hmm. true. So how, how do you, my, question, my follow-up question is, how do you... How did you build your digital representation? Like, did you have to brainstorm a lot of, for a lot of months, a lot of years, or you figured it out along the way how you want to represent yourself online? Well, for me, um, I think it was really more of a constant work in progress, which leads me to my my third learning. Because my, my blog evolved throughout the years, how, how, I, how I explain topics, how I write, even my web design, it evolved throughout the years. So, uh, yeah, throughout the years of, of blogging, uh, it just 
came as it as it is. Uh, the inspiration, the sudden surge of inspiration just came, and I started building my my digital presence when I expanded uh, socially. So my blog was there, thewonderhuman.com. Then I eventually uh, extended it on Instagram as as a, as a micro blog. So. Uh, that that's where that's where it all started. I started making my posts uh, centered on how I usually blog. That's why if you go through my Instagram, it's it's all connected to how I write, how how I how I also blog the the posts I make, my write ups, even the photos. It it all encompasses the Wonder Human. Mm-hmm. It's all, when they see it, the look of it, the feel of it, when you go to it, it's all uniform. It's all yes. Bella. It's all Wonder Human. Yep. So what's your third tip pala? Did I miss it? Or no, the third one is that uh, our blogs are a constant work in progress. Just like, just like how we are. Because as, as the years pass by, there will be a lot of digital tools available, a lot of social platforms uh, coming out here and there, and our blog would constantly uh, evolve the same way. And I, I see, since I see my blog, I see blogs as a digital representation of ourselves. Just as we are growing, our blogs would uh, also also do the same. So, like like the one that you did with your URL, right? You changed mm-hmm. from um, the girlish handle yeah. your name to a more <laughs> mature yeah, yeah oh, oh. so things like that really happen it's very important yeah. to highlight that no that your blog just as you are is a constant work in progress because mm-hmm. inevitably when you start something like ako, i personally felt it when i started a blog you know i'm not a professional blogger so why would i even bother starting one but you know mm-hmm. you just Need to jump right into it and figure things out along the way. Because you can learn. Yeah, and it's true. Right? It's okay to make mistakes. True. It's diba? okay to not have a perfect blog post with a perfect photo. Because at the end of the day, you can always update your old posts. So it's one of it's one of the tips for blogging, actually. Like as the years go by, you don't leave your old blog posts as it as it was you would go back and try to update it. Not totally edit it, but, but update it with uh, your new links or realizations. Okay. Uh, probably update the photo. It's a constant work in progress that we could continually improve as we, as we learn along the way. Wow, that's a tip. So, yun pala, you have to keep coming back to your old post. I didn't realize it's important, no? Because nga naman, yes. your, your about me six months ago might not be the about me that you have presently, diba? Yeah, it's like six months ago, it. your baby's just um, almost two years old and now your baby, yeah. diba? Well, yeah, that makes total sense. Okay, so your blog is a continuous work in progress. Apart from your blog URL, what what... Any other stuff did you have to um, change in your blog apart from the contents that you have to keep updating every now and then? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really my Instagram that I that I tried growing last year. Uh, this year, this year, I started really focusing on it 
uh, this year because it's it's an extension of my blog. It's a micro blog. Like in in short, in in a few words, you can actually pique interests already eh, with with what you're trying to say, and then eventually extend it to a full blown blog post in your in your blog. Right. So are you saying that it's highly highly important that for bloggers to have like a micro blog of sort like Facebook or Instagram yes. or Twitter. Yeah. It's it actually depends on how much you can manage your time. Because managing multiple platforms can be quite easy. Oh I'm a working mom. I usually work nine to five, sometimes even extended. But uh, at the end of the day it, it really boils down to how you can manage uh, all your social platforms but the but my my personal opinion is that having two uh the two platforms for digital presence would be enough it could be your own blog plus instagram or your own blog plus facebook where most of the readers are but yeah. the engagement i think is stronger on on instagram it's more intimate for me to connect with other moms or other other readers. Wow. Alam mo ako, my favorite naman of between the between Facebook and Instagram. I like Instagram because engagement wise, it's it's very highly engaging, following. Yeah. It, it's very um active for me. But True. sales mm-hmm. conversion wise, I find it that Facebook works differently and better. So, yeah, it's different, like, eh, no? different purposes, different platforms. So, Ika, what do you recommend that um, our blogger friends or mom bloggers would utilize for their own blogs? For their own blogs, uh, my, my, I, I would recommend Instagram if you're really uh, a mom blogger who, who constantly blogs about, say, your experiences, uh, different products that you review as you go along the way, the friends that you meet. Because I think it's really a more intimate platform. But if you're a mom blogger who has uh, an extension of her of herself through her online shop, or she's also a mom printer at the same time, aside from being a blogger, then Facebook is really the way to go. I agree. Mm-mm. No, really. I mean, it works yeah. well for me. In yes. Mama Academy, when we when we launch events and workshops, exactly. Because for marketing wise, Facebook has a wider reach. But if you're gonna be posting about, uh, if you're gonna extend the link of your blog post, for example, because of the latest algorithm, de ba na one percent or or uh, that that particular number. A percentage only sees your, your posts. So not everyone would really see it. But in Instagram, it works differently in such a way that you have two, two options. You have Instagram stories that merit more impressions and more views. And you also have your blog posts, of course, that you can extend through hashtags. Mm-hmm. That's true. Instagram is more lifestyle, no? Yes. Than Facebook. Facebook is medyo straightforward. If you want to sell me something, sell me something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's really... Those are three good points. No? So the first one is your experience in itself makes your good story. Actually, even... Mm-hmm. Even... Not just good, but a best story already. Eh? 
Mm-hmm. Iba-iba kasi, we have different experiences, right? Yes. And second is, blogging is a digital represented representation of yourself. Yes. And then third is, your blog, just as you are, is a constant work in progress. Uh-huh. Did I get all three right? Yes, all Tama. three. Okay. Wow, <laughs> those are very, ano ba, helpful insights and learnings. And I bet, a lot of the learnings that we have gathered over the past 13 years will be shared in the workshop that we'll be having in August 25th, yeah? Just a few weeks from now. So I'm very excited because I have yet, if you have not, um, if you have not visited my blog, I've yet to revamp it. I've yet to improve it. But because motherhood happens, it's the mom life. You know? Some things get pushed aside, like my blog. So mm-hmm. you have the intention, but your time is not permissible yet. So I've yet to learn. I'm very, very excited to learn from your workshop on August 25th. I'm going to be sitting in as a participant so I could learn a lot, a bunch of stuff also. Yeah, I'm excited as well to meet, to meet. Oh, to meet other moms as well and other bloggers, those who are planning to overhaul their existing blog. Those, yeah, those who want to start blogging but just recently, as in recently started lang, but they want to, to learn about how to grow their blog, how to uh, be more effective in writing. Because, you know, there are a lot of things that you can learn online. There are a lot of uh, even online courses, even YouTube tutorials, but it's really different. It's more intimate and more more effective in a way to have a sit-down workshop where you can readily ask questions, interact with with people like you. Um, I agree to that because sure there are YouTube tutorials there, but you know, anytime your baby cries or anytime your 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 child would need you, you can just hit pause yeah. and never come back to it. not like when you're in a workshop and you're you know it's different when other moms are engaged and um, encouraging also you hear different stories it's more it gets you that different kind of push yes so I'm excited very very much excited so moving on I'm not gonna I won't be elaborating anymore about how excited I I am for the (laughs) workshop because that's something yeah. that, you know, moms could just look forward to. And if you're interested like me and you're excited like me, you just, you know, sign up for the August 25 workshop and see you there. Diba? Yes, we have three weeks to go before to go. the workshop. Three yeah. weeks to go and seven more months left. Mm-hmm. That's how hip, how, how sold the workshop is. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I'm going to jump right into my next question. Um, mm-hmm. This doesn't have to be about blogging anymore. Anything that you have in mind. But I just wanted to know, as a mom yourself, as a mom of a nine-month-old cute baby, how, or not how, what is your top amazing learning about you know, motherhood in general that you want to share with all of us? Motherhood in general. Okay. Yes. So for me, um, it's not worrying too much about pleasing everybody but your son. 
because the pressure of I, I think all moms would agree to this. You have you have expectations everywhere. Ev- expectations at home, sometimes uh, even in in law your in laws, and for working moms. Moms naman, there are a lot of expectations at work. Then society has this whole uh, has this whole myriad of expectations as well na you should get back in shape right away. You should be doing this to your baby. Here's a better way of feeding your baby. Like all of those things. I mean, the clutter can be, can be paralyzing sometimes. And I can attest to this that uh, me... Uh, being a first-time mom, I actually had a phase of depression because of all of those things combined. And uh, for me, it was just really focusing on my son that I give him what he needs. I I, uh, provide for him what he needs. I give him the love that he needs, his primal instincts and all that. And at the end of the day, uh, we really are doing our best as moms. eh? And even if we're not perfect, as long as we uh, pour our hearts out with the love and care that we give to our children, uh, that that would speak for itself already. I think, for the most part, I mean, it's a different it's a different experience. Because for each mom, you know, you're right that there's too much pressure to add to what we feel already. But yeah. I think, just as we are, we are, I think, we're enough. Yes, we're not perfect, but we're just enough. We're, mm-hmm. God enables us to be the kind of mom our son or our daughter needs us. So no need to please anyone or, you know, just anyone else outside of the circle that we're, we're you know, we're concerned about. It's yes. just our, oh, we just need to please our our children, our family, and of course, how God wants us to be playing our part as a mother or a wife for our families. Yes. So at the end of the day, God chose us to be to be the mother of our child. True. Diba? You're, you're, that's what I always say. Eh? Your season is not in any way an accident. It has a purpose. Yes. It might it be a purpose. consequence of something, but you know, God has allowed it for a certain purpose. So, But you're right. You don't have to care too much about what other people say. Sobrang daming pressure, you know, when you're a first-time mom. Yes, and we sometimes it's not it's a natural instinct that you want to get it right, because because the, there's there's this fear sometimes that you might be doing the wrong thing, True. or you constantly worry and you get anxious already that it paralyzes you. You know, at some point, parang I gave up na nga being um, what do Um a highly researching mom. You know when something goes <laughs> yeah. go to research and you get paranoid, oh, baka this is something else. I have to go to the pediatrician. Yeah. But you okay. know, my pediatrician would always tell me, hello, Doc Iris, if you're listening. She'd always tell me, you know, it will resolve on its own. You don't have to worry. <laughs> we tend to be overworkers. Yeah. It's paralyzing. You know when you worry a lot about motherhood or something else, your concern, whatever your concern is, it gets too paralyzing for us moms. Paano na kaya yun? Would it get something? Would it develop into something worse? Or, diba? So, you know, it's the not, end of the day, it's 
it's trusting that God has everything under control and He won't allow things to happen that shouldn't happen. Agree. And I've learned to embrace that. You can't really control a lot of things. Eh? You just you just have control with what you can control. Beyond that, I can't na. I can't obsess about it anymore. <laughs> yes, yes. So when is your son turning a year old? Exactly. He's turning a year old on November 2. So are you stressing okay. about the first birthday? <laughs> Well, okay. This is me taking my own advice. <laughs> I am not stressed. I'm trying not to stress about it anymore because okay, uh, for me, I, I know we're so excited as first, simply as first time moms or even if, if you have like as your second child or third. The first birthday is so important because the milestones. Sober. It's like celebrating every milestone now. Mm-hmm. But for me, after the after obsessing, on Instagram about styling and all the all the uh, the little details that I would have wanted. It just came to a, I just came to a realization that hey, this is us. It it has to be intimate na lang. Na yes. We're really celebrating this wonderful miracle of life. His first twelve months and that's all that matters. True. But of course, sempre the dream of having everything to celebrate with, to celebrate for. It's it's still there. You just have to manage the yeah. expectations and the stress and all that stuff. But, you know, ako, when, when my daughter had her first year celebration, first year birthday celebration, it was, a, it was disastrous. You know why? Because <laughs> why? Um, she kept crying the whole time. She didn't want to see people. Oh, oh, she was wailing. She can feed right. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people saying hello, happy birthday, and wanted to carry her. Yeah. And kiss her peace. Yeah. So, ako, if not for the dedication, I wouldn't have had it na lang talaga. And it would be nice to have have a really nice party when they understand what's happening in around them. Yeah. That they can interact with other kids na talaga and glow the candle. It might be a different scenario for us. That might be a of different course. for other babies. So, whatever works for us, let it be so. Uh, True? Agree. So, anyway, that's a very... Um, very rich 30 minutes or so. I think we've reached 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 30 okay. minutes or so of this whole podcast episode. And I just couldn't stress any better how much I learned. I have relearned. I have I've been reminded of so many things about blogging as a starting blogger myself. See, I still consider myself starting start what? A rookie or a newbie blogger because nga, I've ha- I haven't really gotten the chance to sit down and fix my blog and align it uh-huh. with my objective. So I'm still, I'm, I'm in my year two na, but I'm still uh-huh. a new blogger. Kakahiya, diba? So, okay, so you know, one really, like, some, some bloggers even have it for months and then they stop. But they return after a few years. Oh, nga. because nga, it's a lot of work. But then it's also a lot of fun. So, you know, it's yeah. all it's all um, coming together. The learnings, and I'm very excited how this whole 
um, workshop would come about because with all the learnings and the experiences that you have, it's so much, there's so much to learn, there's so much to share, there's so much to make when to about. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of the moms and the moms who are attending, they're really going to have fun with this whole intimate workshop that we're doing on Definitely. August. Yes. So, do, do you mind inviting them on August 25th? Okay. So, hi, moms. If you haven't registered yet, if you are inspired to blog again, if you're inspired to blog better, if you're inspired to blog now, this is your sign. So, sign up now for the August 25th workshop. It's going to be really fun-filled and uh, we're going to have a lot of learnings. I'm going to be learning from you as well. And you're going to be learning with, uh, you're learning from uh, other moms as well that we're going to be joining. So I'm going to be seeing you there. I'm really, really excited. And this is definitely saying yes to an opportunity to blog better. Yes. Seven more slots left. As of yeah, seven more slots. it is. Okay. So, thank you, Bea. Thank you for sharing this time with us. I know how busy you are as a working mom, but still, thank you for taking the thank time. Thank you. I'm excited to see you on the 25th. And so, thank you also for everyone who stayed with us for the past 30 minutes or so. It's been a time to share with you um, about blogging, about Bea's experiences, and I know that after this and after the workshop, we're all going to be going back to our blogs with a heart to bless and inspire other people. So thank you again, Bea. And see thank you. you. See you thank you to our moms out there. Yes. So mom, stay tuned for our next episode this August as we celebrate the Breastfeeding Month and the Breastfeeding Awareness celebration of this whole um for this whole month i will be personally sharing with you about my journey as a relactated mother myself and my breastfeeding journey until now that my baby's two years old it's totally not a perfect story but something to encourage all of us to keep on in our breastfeeding journey so goodbye everyone and thank you for staying with us and we hope you had an amazing learning today god bless you